right, COP, let's open up our Bibles to the Old Testament and let's go through Exodus 25, verse 1, all the way through 26, verse 37 together. And we are going to see and learn some about the temple that God wanted built, what was going to be used to provide for it, and the very specific instructions that God had for his temple. Let's take a look together. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the people of Israel that they take for me a contribution from every man whose heart moves him. In other words, you're not forced. This comes from your own desire. You want to do this. You shall receive the contribution for me. And this is the contribution you shall receive from them. Gold, silver, and bronze blue and purple scarlet yarn and fine twined linen, goat's hair, tanned rams, skins, goat skins, acacia wood, oil for the lamps, spices for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, onyx stones and stones for setting for the ephod and for the breastpiece, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell in their midst." exactly as I show you concerning the pattern of the tabernacle and for all of it. its furniture, so you shall make it. They shall make an ark of acacia wood, two cubits and a half shall be its length, a cubit and a half its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. You shall overlay it with pure gold, inside and outside shall you overlay it, and you shall make on it a molding of gold around it. You shall cast four rings of gold for it and put them on its four feet, two rings on the one side of it and two rings on the other side of it. You shall make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold, and you shall put these poles into rings on the sides of the ark to carry the ark by them. The poles shall remain in the rings of the ark and they shall never be taken from it. And you shall put the ark, we're talking about the ark of the covenant, the testimony that I shall give you, you shall make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half shall be its length and a cubit and a half its breadth. And you shall make two cherubim of gold of hammered work shall you make them on the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherubim on one end and one cherubim on the other end of one piece with the mercy seat shall you make the cherubim on its two ends. The cherubim shall spread out its wings above, overshadowing the mercy seat with their wings. Their faces one to another towards the mercy seat shall the faces of the cherubim be, and you shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark, the ark of the covenant. And in the ark you shall put the testimony that I shall give you. There I will meet with you. And from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim that are on the ark of the testimony, I will speak with you about all that I will give you in commandment over the people of Israel. You shall make a table of acacia wood. Two cubits shall be its length, a cubit its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. And you shall overlay it with pure gold and make a molding of gold around it. And you shall make a rim around the hand breadth wide and the molding of gold around the rim. And you shall make four, four rings of gold and fasten the rings to the four corners of its four legs. 
close to the frame the rings shall lie, and holders for the poles to carry the table. You shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold, and the table shall be carried with these. And you shall make its plates and dishes for incense and for the flagons and bowls in which you shall pour drink offerings. You shall make them of pure gold, and you shall set the bread of the presence of the table before me regularly. You shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand shall be made of hammered work, its base, its stem, its cups, its calyxes, its flowers shall be of one piece with it. And there shall be six branches going out before its sides, three branches of the lampstand out of one side of it, and three branches of the lampstand out of the other side of it. Three cups made like almond blossoms, which you can see in Israel, each with a calyx and a flower on one branch, three cups like almond blossoms, each with a calyx and a flower, and on the other branch. So for the six branches going out of the lampstand. And on the lampstand itself, there shall be four cups made like almond blossoms with their calyxes and flowers, and the calyx of one piece with it under each pair of the six branches going out from the lampstand. Their calyxes and their branches shall be one piece with it, and the whole of its single piece hammered together work of pure gold. You shall make seven lamps for it, and the lamps shall be set up to give light to the space in front of it, and its tongs for their trays shall be pure gold, and it shall be made with all these utensils out of a talent of pure gold. See that you make them after the pattern for them, which is being shown to you on the mountain. Very clear instructions and giving the best for God, giving the best to make the best for him. Now let's go to 26. Verse 1. Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen and blue and purple scarlet yarns. You shall make them with cherubim skillfully worked into them. So it's going to be all intersewn and looked really pretty. The length of each curtain will be 28 cubits, and the breadth of each curtain 4 cubits, and the curtains shall be the same size, five curtains together coupled with one another, and the other five curtains shall be coupled to one another. And you shall make loops of blue on the edge of the outermost curtain in the first set. Likewise, you shall make loops on the edge of the outermost curtain on the second set. 50 loops. See, God gives very specific instructions. 50 loops you shall make on the one curtain and 50 loops you shall make on the edge of the curtain. That is the second set. The loop shall be the opposite with one another and you shall make 50 clasps of gold and couple the curtains with one another with the clasps so that the tabernacle may be a single whole. You shall also make curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the tabernacle. Eleven curtains shall you make. The length of each curtain shall be thirty cubits, and take the breadth of each curtain four cubits. The eleven curtains shall be the same size. You shall couple five curtains by themselves, six curtains by themselves, and then the sixth curtain you shall double over as the front of the tent. 
You shall make 50 loops on the edge of the curtains that is the outermost in one set and 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that is the outermost in the second set. You shall make 50 clasps of bronze and put the clasps into the loops and couple the tent together that it may be single whole. And the part that remains of the curtain of the tent, the half curtain that remains, shall hang over the back of the tabernacle. And the extra that remains in the length of the curtains, the cubit on the one side and the cubit on the other side, shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle on this side and that side to cover it. And you shall make for the tent of covering of tanned ram skins and a covering of goat skins on top. You shall make upright frames for the tabernacle of acacia wood. Ten cubits shall be the length of their frame, and a cubit and a half the breadth of each frame. There shall be two tenons in each frame for fitting together. So shall you do all for the frames of the tabernacle. You shall make the frames for the tabernacle twenty frames on the south side. And forty bases of silver shall you make for under the twenty frames. Two bases for one frame for its two tenons, and two bases for the next frame for its two tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle on the north side, 20 frames. And there, 40 bases of silver, two bases under one frame, and two bases under the next frame. And for the rear of the tabernacle westward, you shall make six frames. And you shall make two frames for the corners of the tabernacle in the rear. They shall be separate beneath, but joined together on top at the first ring. Thus shall it be both with them. They shall form the two corners. And there shall be eight frames and their bases of silver, sixteen bases. Two bases under one frame and two bases under another frame. You shall make bars of acacia wood, five for the frames on the one side of the tabernacle and five bars for the frames on the other side of the tabernacle and five bars for the frames of the side of the tabernacle at the rear westward. The middle bar halfway up the frames shall run from end to end. You shall overlay the frames with gold and shall make their rings of gold for holders for the bars, and you shall overlay the bars with gold. Then you shall erect the tabernacle according to the plan for it that you were shown on the mountain. And you shall make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet yarn and fine twine linen. It shall be made with cherubim skillfully worked into it. And you shall hang it on four pillars of acacia overlaid with gold, with hooks of gold on four bases of silver. And you shall hang the veil from the clasps and bring the ark of the testimony in there within the veil. And the veil shall separate you from the holy place of the most holy. You shall put on the mercy seat the ark of the testimony in the most holy place. And you shall set the table outside the veil and the lampstand on the south side of the tabernacle, opposite the table. You should put the table on the north side. You shall make a screen for the entrance of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen embroidered with needlework. And you shall make for this screen five pillars of acacia and overlay them with gold. Their hooks shall be gold and you shall cast five bases of bronze for them. 
God gives very specific instructions and God wants the best for his house. That's so important for us to remember, brothers and sisters, and everything with a purpose, everything to give him glory, everything to give him honor and to give him praise. So you know what, COP, that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to open up our hearts and we're going to worship our wonderful Lord some more. Last night with a heavy on Woke up with a feeling lonely This world got a way of showing me Some days it will lift you up Some days it will call you blood And for some of my days I ain't got enough Cause all I know Is you're my only
For our New Testament, let's get ready and open up our Bibles together in Matthew 26. And we're going to go through verses 30 to 56 together. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. They're going to be scattered. Why? Because their leader, the person they followed, is going to be taken away. And they don't believe this yet. They don't understand this yet. And they're going to contradict this for a while. But it is very clear. And it was written. Jesus knew this was going to happen. God knew this was going to happen. This was not new news. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. He's preparing it for them. Guys, this isn't it. This isn't the end. I will see you again. There will be hope. It's going to be hard, yes, but there's going to be hope. Peter answered him, though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away, which we know is not true. Jesus said to him, truly, I tell you this very night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same. But Jesus knew. Remember a few months back when we were talking about sifting the wheat and we were talking about how Peter went through and was sifted here. We're understanding some more as we go through this scripture. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will, knowing what it would take to come, knowing that it was needed for him to die on that cross. But still, and he came to his disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, so could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing but the flesh is weak. Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words again. This is must have been such a hard thing on the heart of Jesus. Of course, knowing what is going to happen and knowing all the things he's going to have to experience. He is fully God, but he's also fully man. And he understood what needed to take place. But that's still a hard thing. It's not something you're ever going to look forward to, but it is something he did out of love. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, sleep and take your rest later on. See, the hour is at hand. And the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. While he was speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, who was with him, who had a relationship with him. They were best buds. Long time we're talking here. We're not talking about just a casual acquaintance. These 13 guys, the 12 disciples and Jesus were together for a long time. 
and with a great crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Seize him. And he came up to Jesus once again and said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. And Jesus said to him, Friend. Jesus said to the person who was going to betray him to his death, Friend. And C.O.P., he's Jesus. So you know when he said it, he meant it. But imagine the love that he must have had to be able to look at the person who's going to betray him, to be able to look at the person who is going to hurt him and say, friend, friend, do what you came to do. Then they came up and laid hands on Jesus and seized him. And behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my father, and he will at once send me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then should the scripture be fulfilled? That it must be so. At that hour, Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out as a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I sat in the temple teaching, and why did you not seize me? But all of this had taken place, that the scripture of the prophet might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled, just as Jesus said that they would. Jesus went through so much, but so much because of so much love that he had. So much love for you and for me that he was willing to go through all sorts of persecution up to the point of a very painful death just to be able to save and to redeem us. It's important for us to understand and realize, COP, you have a Heavenly Father who adores you. You have a Heavenly Father who loves you so much who was willing also to sacrifice his son so that he could have more children in his family, so that his family could grow and be with him for he in heaven for all eternity. That's so important for us to remember, that even with this betrayal, it didn't change the heart of Jesus. It didn't change the heart of God. But the love that came was more powerful, and that Jesus never being able to be anyone other than himself, went forward in all of this with such strength and such power and such humility all at the same time and meant every word. Let's pray today as we close and let's remember and ask God to help us to give us this strength as well, that we'll be able to go through things in life and face the different things that we're going to come and face and be able to be strong and bold and hold on to him. And let's pray and be thankful for all that he's done for us. That because of him, we get to have a beautiful relationship with our Heavenly Father. So let's pray. 
Lord, we come to you this morning. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. Lord, we thank you that you sent your son to die on the cross, that we may live and have a relationship with you and walk in forgiveness and love and mercy and grace and all of the fruit of the spirit, Lord God. Father, we come. Help us, Lord God, to live a life that you can bless Help us, Lord God, to live a life as we understand, Lord, Lord, you went through so much for us. Lord, we come and we say thank you. We come and we honor you. We come and we worship you. So, Father, we thank you for what your son did on the cross all those years ago to die for us. And Lord, we thank you for this word which teaches us how we are to live, how we are to talk, how we are to act in these situations, Lord God, that we might face in our own life. But Lord, help us to walk, Lord God, in love. Help us to walk in strength and to follow your word. Lord, we thank you that as we go today, Lord, you will be with us. Watch over us in our coming and our going. We thank you, Lord God, for the blessings of a tither which shall flow to the houses, Lord God, of your children. We thank you, Lord, that you're going to constantly be opening doors, that there's going to be increase in success and opportunities come to pass in their life. We worship you, give you glory, give you honor, and give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, COP, we look forward to seeing you in the services this weekend. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care. God bless. Basare signing off for now, but I'll see you all real soon. Bye, guys.